Bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels and Welcome back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills podcast. Here from the Bills backers of Chicago, Illinois, it's an intimate session on the heels of uh, well, yet we'll get another. To, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. What what this was? We're probably gonna probably gonna spend the majority of this podcast trying to explain or at least make sense of what just happened. It's actually still happening. It's never a good sign when we start recording before a game ends. But here we are. Current score: San Diego fifty-four, Buffalo twenty-four. Is that accurate? I think that's about that's right. Where we're at right now. I'm Lars. Joining me today, the president of the Bills backers of Chicago, Sujit, is here. Well, folks, that part of the process didn't work. Uh, we will hear later on from Buffalo Bill Belcher. In the meantime, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook. Just search for Bills and Beers. Subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code BNB and use the hashtag BNBSM to be social media listener of the week. And I'll send you $5 at the $5 equivalent in your local currency so you can have a beer on the Bills and Beers crew. Suge, we actually did have quite a few people used the hashtag last week uh due in large part i'm sure to your plea yeah because i mean it's free five dollars how'd you choose we haven't chosen yet so stay okay. tuned and we'll announce that in a bit so let's not waste any more time <laughs> let's just my whole family's waiting to <laughs> please let this <laughs> shit be over, over with. <laughs> we did not have an opportunity to record a podcast after wednesday's bombshell announcement that nate peter's Peterman, Peter Smith, Peterson, whatever you want to call him, because uh, it doesn't matter because he's not going to be a starting quarterback anytime soon, <laughs> Ever. Uh, was named starter. Uh, we got what we wished for, and then some, but it wasn't, wasn't all ugly. We'll get to that later. Uh, again, current, oh, they're actually, they're in victory formation now, 54-24, so that'll be the final. Wasn't all, wasn't all ugly. There were, no, no, no. Let, let's be clear. There, was there may a, have been bright points, but it was all ugly. It was uh, it was mostly ugly day. Bright <laughs> points. The Bat Blue MVP of today's game. I'll go first. Jerry Hughes giving it to him to offset uh, Cassie's uh, unjustifiable ire towards the man and because he actually had a pretty good game, all things considered. I, I know the defense gave up 54 points at 40, actually. Cause He's the, the only one that was making plays around the field. But he was actually doing pretty well. Uh, the defensive line is atrocious, uh, but he's at least seeming to do well. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to um, our backup running back. I don't know his name. Traveris. Traveris. Cadet. Something. Cadet. Yeah. Because first of all, I've never been in a situation where I saw that a Bills player was injured and out for the game and was like, oh, thank God. Oh, when you got the inactive uh, Tolbert? When I got that Tolbert was there, I was like, thank God they can't try to use him because he's so ineffective. This guy, Cadet, he was making plays. He was shifty. He was a nice compliment to LaShawn. It didn't have to completely change the offense when LaShawn wasn't there because he could do certain things, maybe not as well as LaShawn, but he could do things, you know, comparable, and he could make similar moves, and the offensive line didn't have to completely change what they were trying to do. And frankly, uh, I just, I, I've seen enough of, 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 of Tolbert. Yeah. Locker room I've seen, I've seen enough of a lot of people. And, and no, nobody tuned into this podcast to hear our hot takes on Traderis Cadet. Uh, so we'll get to what people actually tuned in for in a second here. But in the meantime, Suge, we do have a social media listener of the week. Like I said before, we had lots of listeners use that hashtag BNBSM. I'm going to give it to one who used it and got at us many, many times uh, because inspired by last week's wild card, which was a lot of fun talking about oh, yeah. 
Uh, you know, the, oh yeah, that guy definitely deserves it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, King of the Castle at RapsFan25 uh, went above and beyond. He really did in his Twitter activity this week, giving us all the examples of different. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just send me your email address, Venmo, PayPal, whatever. No, it was great. Bucks. He gave us all the examples of what it would be like if you were Tyrod Taylor in different jobs. So if if Tyrod Taylor was a customer service agent, if Tyrod Taylor was your doctor, if Tyrod Taylor was this or that. And it was if, if you get a chance, could you say his, what's his Twitter handle again? Uh, at RapsFan20. Uh, he's a Toronto guy, Raptors fan. At RapsFan25. Yeah, definitely check that out. Check out the feed. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of pie in our face because ultimately, yeah, let's the talk person about that. that uh, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk so, about uh, the race You heard it here first, uh, Bill's listeners. We told you that a, an offense run by Nate Peterman would look differently. And it did. You know what, though, Lars? The only difference was that instead of going three and out over and over and over again, we occasionally went two and out and one and out. So I, I just want to get into this. So... Look, the final, uh, we're going to talk about this a decent amount, but the final point is it doesn't matter. Tyrod Taylor is not our quarterback of the future. Now, we just know that Nate Peterman is not our quarterback (laughs) of the current. He may not be our quarterback of the future, but he's certainly not our quarterback of now. We gave him a chance. We had to see. I don't blame McDermott for wanting to see because in garbage time, in practice time, in preseason, the kids showed promise. So did Jeff Toole. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and when it finally came down to it, and especially against this high-powered, you know, pass defense, uh, he just couldn't do it. You know, he the one one knock on him, or the one good thing about him was that he didn't make the same mistake twice. But yeah, he did. He, he got, made it five times, and not just that, but in the same the thing that bothered me the most was that he threw the ball while getting hit while off balance, and that is a especially for a person with a weak arm. That is a recipe for disaster, so, and he did it two possessions in a row. Yeah, so he he ended the first half with five interceptions. He, yeah. Oh, Jesus. The first one, Three not his fault. Three in the first quarter. Okay, so the first one, not his I, fault. I, but I, I do want to zoom way back out for a second because Jordan Matthews apparently injured, so he was out. Yep. Third play of the game, the number one wide receiver, Kelvin Benjamin, goes out. So we hear a lot from Tyrod supporters, oh, what's he supposed to do without any weapons? <laughs> well, okay, so Nate Peterman... First start and his his top two wide receivers out. So so he's dealing with the same so situation he's, he's that Tyrod. Dealing with a, he's dealing with some adversity right out of the gate. Yeah, and then a pass goes through his fullback's hands, who otherwise probably would have caught it and plowed forward for a first down. Pick six, pick yeah. six. Not his fault. Not his fault. So immediately to start this game, he's dealing with a lot of adversity for a rookie in this situation has to overcome. Now, I don't want anybody to roll their eyes and think that I'm making excuses no, for Nate Peterman. No, he's not. He's not. We've discussed this. But let's but let's also think objectively about how this all transpired. Then, the next two interceptions he throws, he's just getting lit up. And yeah. these, the, he's, he's just trying to make a play. He's holding on too long. Probably should have just taken the sack or thrown it away, but he's, he... Waited a half second too long. The offensive line, which has been awful for the last three games, just let defenders run right past them. Yeah, I mean, that third pick, the third pick, it looked like they got the snap count wrong because they literally let defenders buy them. And one thing, if you notice when you watch the replay, is that the Chargers had two defenders Basically going rushing two on, on one. the outside, rushing yeah. on the outside of the tackle, and no one for the guards to touch. 
So the guards just sat there while two people came rushing around the outside. And so that's a failure of either Eric Wood to call out protections or call out uh, assignments, or it's a failure of Nate Peterman, not surprising as a rookie, to be able to recognize that he needs to call out proper protections for that. So now, but the point is, is that but, but still, now, but, but, but now he's thrown, Peter, but now he's thrown three interceptions. Now, now he's done, right? At the, well, the, no, now he's, he's not done. Now, now his head is swimming. Now well, that's what I mean. That's, now he's, he's done right that point. No, he's not done yet. Then he throws his fourth interception on the first play of, the, of, of a possession. And that one was no one's fault but his own. Now he's done. Now, yeah. now he doesn't know up from down, left from right. He is, his brain is scrambled. It's mush. And that was obvious on the fifth interception. And at that point, the, I mean, the rookie, what, like, what do you expect? But the, if you, you know, close large... your eyes, but here's, here's what, look, the last three games, Thursday night against New York. Trains going down the tracks, hits a pebble, one wheel goes shooting off, train is sputtering a little bit. Next week against against the, the Saints, now we've gone off the tracks and it's just sparks as far as the eye can see. And today, that train laying on its side just ground to a halt. Yeah. And here we are, five and five, miraculously still in the playoff hunt. Still in that number six spot. But with a quarterback who's now back in the lineup, presumably, I, I, I can't imagine that McDermott's going to go back to Tyrod. I mean, it, but it makes no difference at this point. It makes no difference. We've just swapped one shitty quarterback for another one. Yeah, I think that's that's the point is that, you know, we know Tyrod's limitations. And I think that it wasn't stupid. It was not stupid to try to see if Nate Peterman Absolutely could do Absolutely not. Right? He can't. Right now, he can't. Uh, he's not he, ready. Does it, but I, I said this to you during the game. Does he come back from this? Could well, it, no, and that's a great question because what quarterback in history do you guys ever remember of none? They were putting on, they were putting on, they were putting on the screen first quarterback since 2012 to throw three interceptions. That was at three. That was at three, and then he had at two five. More. They just they just stopped they just stopped talking about it. At five, it was like, it's okay, like what are you trying to do? Yeah. At five now it's the 90 year old man who shit his pants at a funeral, and everybody's just trying to leave without mentioning it. Right, and 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 I mean, did we just see the end of an NFL career for? You know, someone who's considered to be good. Or did we just see the end of a starting hopes, right? Because maybe he could still be a backup somewhere. But, that, um, but doesn't, don't quarterbacks just get that stigma and yeah. then they just don't ever come back from it? Yeah, I think I mean, we, there's a distinct possibility we saw the death of a career right, right in front of our eyes within a single half of and football. And is that not a Billsy thing? Yeah, to, to, to kill a quarterback. Yeah, we were, we were waiting. Remember we were talking at the beginning of the season that someone's going to die on the field? It was Nate Peterson's career. <laughs> Right, so, but you know, this is the but thing. But where do we it's go like, from okay, here? So, so everybody, so Tyrod comes everybody in. that wanted to yell about Tyrod's horrible, you know, Tyrod, Tyrod should have come out. Ty that Tyrod, was the right thing to do. You know, Tyrod, you shouldn't have benched Tyrod. You shouldn't have benched Tyrod. We were in a playoff position. Did you see the last two games? Right, Tyrod was ineffective. Did you and see I'm the so thirty-six tired, games before that? And I'm so tired of everybody saying, "Oh, it wasn't Tyrod's fault that the Saints ran for four hundred yards. It wasn't Tyrod's. You know, what? it was Tyrod's fault that they scored three fucking points." Well, it was Tyrod's fault that they had three and out, three and out, three and out, over and over and over again. Yes, did the defense suck? Absolutely. Did the offense suck just as fucking bad? Absolutely. Okay, because they did nothing. They scored three points. Okay, and the Saints' defense is eh, it's pretty good, but it's not world-breaking. No, it's not amazing. 30, 31 to Washington yeah, today. exactly. So there's no reason to say, sit there and say, oh, is it uh, Tyrod's? No, it's not Tyrod's fault that he gave up all those points. But it is his fault, and it is the offense's fault, that they were able to do jack shit. Okay, so we were justified 
The team was justified in benching Tyrod and seeing what other option it has. Because if that shit continued, then your well, five and four would have been gone anyway. Because who are you going? Who are you going to replace? What one player are you going to take out of the defense to change everything dramatically? Right. And if Dennison said, "Hey, you know, I'm calling up these plays and it's not working, and he's not throwing to the receivers," then it just raised the question of, "You got to give it a chance." You're not going to fire Dennison, or maybe you are, but maybe they you know, we, maybe we know that we're going to fire Tyrod, so at least see what else we have. Now, look, the big question I have now is what is the tune going to be at one Bills drive? Is the tune going to be, you know what, we've come to recognize that we have fundamental flaws on this team and that we've got to work and get better at our technique, and during the meantime, we're not going to worry about the playoffs because we're not worried if the drought is not my problem. That's what McDermott should say. He should come out and throw it right but back I, I in wanna, all of the all of, all of the Buffalo News people's Hold face. Hold on, just a second. Yes. He should throw it in their face and say, you know what? The drought is your problem. The drought is the fans' problems. I was brought here to build a franchise from this day moving forward. The drought is not my problem. My problem is building franchise moving forward. And, yes, maybe we are not ain't focused 100% on making the playoffs this year. I want to build a team for the future. I'm not interested in 5-4. and four. I want to be better than 5-4, and four, right? And so finally, just just tell it like it is. Just say what you actually think. I want to, can I tell it like it is? Yeah. I want to address something that Jeff Day said seven weeks ago. That we all at the time said, dude, come on, don't, don't say oh, that now. The Kyle okay, Williams. Kyle Williams. Yeah, I okay? know. Time I know. for him to go. So same with Eric Wood and Richie Incognito. Thank you. Thank you for making my so point. In three seconds, what I was going to yeah. give a little more context to. So the offensive line has been bad. Yeah, Eric Wood and Richie Incognito have been bad. They're old. They're slow. They're getting beat on a regular basis. Jordan Mills not much better. I don't know what the deal is with Jonathan Mills. With John the, Miller, yeah. John, John, He's yeah, not even sorry. playing. He's not, exactly. So let's, let's tell it like it is. People were drawing comparisons to the 2011 team. In no other way was this more similar to the 2011 team than the fact that that 2011 team got hot early in the season off what? Turnovers. Turnovers were making that team look a lot better than they really were. And we had a fluky start to this season between Tredavious White picking up a very questionable fumble and running in for a touchdown against the Falcons to Ramon Humber or Matt Milano forcing two consecutive before the half turnovers against the Raiders and who I don't even it doesn't even matter whoever else okay it was a fluke we were getting turnovers at an unsustainable rate well, now we're not getting turnovers now the defense is fatigued they're beat up in some places and they're getting exposed for what they've always been old and untalented because to your point Suge we're building for the future it was never about this year so it we really to, wasn't. We I really to, think that you know somebody said it on on TV or on the radio. I've been saying and it. They were. They, I've been saying that McDermott's full that, of shit when he says they're trying to win now. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I really think that they were annoyed that they were in five and two. They were annoyed that they were in five and yeah. four because that was not their intention. They had two first round draft picks, and if they got rid of all their weapons and they sucked, even though he said we're going to try our best to win this year, because of course, what are you, you going to say that we're trying to suck this year? No, but. They ruined that. That opportunity was ruined when they went five but if and we're, two. But if we're calling it like it is, there's no talent on this defense. Yeah, we've joked. Okay, yeah, defensive line. We got Kyle Williams playing on one leg next to Cedric Thornton, and behind him is Adolphus Washington. And look out! Here comes Ryan Davis and Eddie Yarborough. Who are these guys? Yeah, there's yep. no talent there. Ramon Humber, nine-year veteran. Ramon Humber. Ever heard his name? Hell no, you haven't, because he's been in the year or he's been in the league for eight unanimous years. Because he sucks. 
Anonymous. And we're finally seeing what happens, what happens to Lorenzo Alexander. He's not the, Lorenzo not Alexander's not a linebacker. Yeah. He's not a 4-3 linebacker. Right. He's a leader. He's a good guy. But he's not a good 4-3 linebacker. He never has been. We have no talent on this team. We gutted the secondary. Look who's all of a sudden looking like mm, they don't really belong out there when they're getting torched by Keenan Allen. The secondary. Yep. Okay? So I mean, that's, these you are, want to call a spade a spade, you want to call it like it is. This team has no talent. They gave up 54 fucking points today, 40 of which came bumped from the defense. So if you want to give me all your hot takes about 300 yards rushing against the Saints ain't Tyrod Taylor's fault, or 40 points isn't Nate Peterman's fault. Yeah, the interceptions didn't help. Neither did the three and outs from Tyrod Taylor when he was in the game. Yeah, this I don't know. Yeah, okay. This defense sucks. This defense sucks. This defense definitely sucks because you know what? Every once in a while, no matter how tired you are, you should be able to make a stop. You should not be – what, they punted once? Is that right? They punted once? Well, I had once? somebody on Twitter give me a hot take a couple weeks ago. being like, oh, yeah, well, it wasn't, wasn't the defense's fault that Shady McCoy fumbled the ball. There was, I think it was against the Buccaneers or whatever it was. Shady McCoy fumbled the ball on the 40-yard line. On the opposing team's 40-yard lines. The defense then gave up 60 yards. Yes, yes. I mean, okay, so it is possible it, it, to turn the ball over and give it three and out and then get the ball back again. Right. And that's why, I mean, I blame the defense for the points last week because at least Tyrod didn't turn the ball over and they punted away. When you give them the ball on the 10, the 30, and the 40, it's a little bit of a different story. But still, it didn't matter. Even when they did punt it away, the defense still just gave up yardage, yardage, yardage. I mean, we were joking that every time it was second and long, we're like, all right, here comes a big yeah. play. Because, the, I mean, the gap, the gap fidelity on this team is the worst I have arguably ever seen. It so actually is the seems pass a little rush. bit worse. So right. is, they don't do anything. They, they well. don't pass rush. They don't fill their gaps. The linebackers are fucking horrendous and over-pursuing. I mean, it looks... Okay, even though they're not... They seem like they know what they're doing. You know, unlike the Rex Ryan defense when they were just, like, confused, no, except, obviously. Except Rex Ryan's defense was never this bad. Yeah, I mean, this is this is... This is horrendous. They never gave up this many, many points. They never gave up as many rushing yards as we did last week. Yep. These defenses are worse than Rex Ryan's defense. Yep. Why? Because there's no talent. I'm not yeah. ready to take McDermott out and Leslie Frazier out, although I always thought Leslie Frazier was a bit of an underwhelming hire, and blame it on those guys. He was good when he was a These guys don't have jack shit. So when, when we've been doing the poll and saying, like, would you spend both first-rounders, I've been consistent saying, no, no, because we need linebackers. We need defensive linemen. We need guards. We need tackles. We need a new center. We need some wide receivers. We need a running back. Like, we need players all over this field. So I don't know if it's Nate Peterman, if it's Tyrod Taylor, now it's looking like this, this anointed quarterback class of 2018 ain't all that it's cracked up to be. This team has a lot of problems to fix. Yeah, and I think that... I and think everybody's going to want to talk about Nate Peterman and his five picks, and yeah, it's a fucking tragedy, and it was bizarre, and nobody in their right mind thought that it was going to be that bad. No, nobody. No, nobody Nobody thought. thought. So if anybody says, I told you so, fuck you, you told you so, nobody thought Peterman was going to play this bad. And yeah, right. I'm, I'm a little fired up when I'm saying fuck you to the fans, but like, yes, that's where we're at that's right, right now. Like, let's be honest. And with, your mama. Okay? Let's be honest with this team. <laughs> that they have Shady McCoy. Yeah. And that's, that's it. it. That's That's it. it. They had Kelvin Benjamin. Tredavious White's looking okay. <laughs> did you? Did we not know that the game was going to go like this when on the first catch Kelvin Benjamin made? Which was a great throw and catch. A great throw. This motherfucker is on his knee. Oh, Lord Jesus. I was watching on DirecTV. And I was driving here. And I, like, I just got, I got every text from you guys that was like, oh, fuck. It was just. It, it was, was just Cassie and Bill testing. Bill, fuck, fuck. Over. Yeah. Cassie, fuck. It was just Bill, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Like, no. How could this happen? This can't be real. No. And I'm what is? It? So finally, I like I'm watching, and I see him like getting injured or getting carted, like, carted off. off, and I'm like, 
Oh, okay, that's bad. But, uh, you know, I think he'll still do better with all the... And then it just... It, it all just <laughs> unraveled from there. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I feel like we're already in the wild card. The, the way that this game went... It it sound it just feels like the wacky situation that like what's the worst that could happen? happen? What's the worst and that could happen? Tyrod. What's the worst that could happen? Tyrod. The, the only thing that the only the only thing that could have been any worse is if Tyrod had come in and broken his arm. Yeah, broken arm, and then Napier had to go back. In. That's the only thing that didn't happen today. <laughs> oh God! So somewhere in the dead of night, in the middle of the wilderness, where it's all quiet, the lights in the dining car are flickering off, and it's nothing but darkness surrounding the now tilted to its side train labeled 2017 Buffalo Bills. It's off the rails, it's ground to a halt, and now it's dead, where it's quiet and nobody's around. This season, Suge, take it out in the back, behind the woodshed, and bury it, because it's over. We're done here. We're done here. That's it. This team is lousy. But are we? Yeah, we're done. Here's the problem. We're going to get fucking work the next two weeks against Kansas City and New New England. Are you nuts? We're going to be 5-7. and Kansas City looking as shit today. We're going to lose one of the Dolphins games. We're going to lose the other Patriots game. We're going to have at least nine wins before this thing's over. You know, that I would love it. I would love it. I would love it if we did that. I would hope that we lose the rest of the fucking season because then at least something good would have come of this We're probably going to lose to the Colts at this rate. But... We, we said we we, the Jets game felt like Because now we can't start Nate Peterman anymore. But the Jets game felt like a fluke. Sure, shit doesn't feel like a fluke now, does nope, it? Now it's the norm. No, we have a lousy team. We do. This team is getting lucky. They got lucky the first couple weeks. And we it's, th- it's sad that we don't We thought that we could parlay that into like you know, playing above their talent, but they can't. They yeah. don't have talent, and they're getting exposed. Philip Rivers could have done whatever he wanted to do today. Yeah, and I think that, you know, okay. And he did. McDermott's purpose this year was to fill the locker room with an attitude. And I think he's been successful at that. But, you know, he also filled that, that the locker room with loyalty, and he filled that locker room with playing for each other. So when you bench your starter for an unproven person, you know, there was not a single yeah. single word of endorsement of Nate Peterman other than Micah Hyde calling yeah. him Nate Favre, right? Everyone else said, oh, you know, that's coach's decision. You know, if the coach says that, that, that I, I stand by the coach, I said, nobody said, you know, I've seen him in practice. This kid's good. Yeah, I think people you, didn't are under, you didn't hear that because everybody stuck with Tyrod. Everybody thought that he had the heart. He Which had I, the don't under, I don't understand. No, but you know what? That's fine, though, because that's the, that's the culture that he built is that we play for one another. We're all going to play for Tyrod. We all believe in Tyrod. And so that's and when you take that away. I mean, so the coach who's saying that is unceremoniously trading Marcel Darius, yes. benching his quarterback. Yes. You yes. know, cutting, exactly. making a healthy scratch out of Mike Tolbert, making a healthy scratch out of right, and so that that he better be careful because that's I, a real uh, easy way to I lose that locker room. I don't want to get into that, but you're 100 percent right about that, right? And so, but so, what do you do moving forward? So you say, look, gentlemen, I wanted to win, and I thought that Nate would give us a chance to win. Nate is still going to be a great quarterback. But Nate's not ready yet. But again, we have we talked about this on this podcast before. We have got this leadership council or whatever that McDermott, you know, has got his coterie of guys who are the eyes and ears of the locker room, which is comprised of Kyle Williams, Eric Wood, Lorenzo Alexander, all people who shouldn't be on the team. Next they're going to be gone next yep. year. So yep. what 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 foundation are we actually building in this locker room of leadership? Who is it? Yeah, because our veterans are too old. Right, I mean, Lorenzo Alexander is not going to be on this team anymore. Kyle Williams probably shouldn't be on this team, or he should he should retire. No. If you know, and I know we signed Eric Woods to an extension. I I have the feeling that with this regime, that don't mean shit. Right, right, exactly. 
Richie because there were times today where he was just getting blown off the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, or the answer is Denison's gone. Right? One of the two. I, I mean, because because I mean, we can, can keep take... cycling through offensive coordinators pretending like it's not the quarterback that's the problem. Like, that's what we've been doing for 17 years now. No, it's true. But my, my biggest problem, though, with Denison is that what happened to the running game? We have two guys on the interior of the line who ain't what they cra- used the to be cracked yeah, up that to be. Yeah, that could be. That could be. But it's a really stark change. So, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's true. It is also a change in running philosophy. I mean, w- and the running game improved when we went back to some of but the— But if you, if you had to line up all of the penalties against offensive linemen this yeah. year, 80% yeah, yeah, yeah. of them fall to who? 64. Yep, 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 yep. No, no, no. There's no question that they've, they've lost a step. Maybe it's because they're not playing in an area where or they're they're old. Or because they're old. Or because Eric Woods Absolutely. broken his leg three times and is coming back from that injury, lest we forget, and yeah. is old. Yeah. So I And mean, was never that good to begin with. He was always solid, but it wasn't like he was wasn't like he was an all pro. I don't know. I, I think that around the league he was pretty darn respected. I think I he mean, was respected for being a decent player and a guy yeah. that people like and respect, but I don't as a player, I don't but he would have been if he wasn't. It's, if not, he wasn't Eric, old. it's not Eric. Yeah, it's Ford's not Eric's fault. Yeah. If he wasn't old, he would be that type of leader, right? That that, that everyone could to to learn around and do all that other stuff. But so, anyways, I mean, we don't really don't need to do Jenny Cremail bummers no. this week. I mean, I guess that we could say our season, our hopes of Nathan Peterman, um, the fact that we still and yet don't we're still have, in the wild card the fact race. That we still the season's don't have over, folks. So, like you, you can, like you can. Puff your chest out about that and feel good about that all you want. It's yeah, hey, be, Bills fans, look at it this way. It's going to be over in two weeks. It's not. We didn't have to have a whole season to know whether Nate Peterman was going to be our quarterback in the future. It took, no, we just, just needed to turn the calendar from October to November. That's all it takes in Bills Nation. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's over. Let's see what Tyrod <laughs> can do for the rest of the season. And hopefully he doesn't win too many games. Or if he does, I mean, hell, we're in the playoff spot, right? So hopefully he does. Hopefully he does his best. And hopefully this was the wake-up call that he needed that, look, We'll give your job to somebody else, even a rookie. So throw the ball. Throw the fucking rock. Well, yeah, but now he's going to be like, oh, you're going to give him the ball? You don't think he feels good about his job security now? Oh, I'm sure he doesn't care, but this is an audition no, for the rest of the— But what I'm saying is now he'll be like, you're going to put that guy back in? I yeah. dare you. Right. Go ahead. You no, saw no, what you no, had him. I'm going to do what Tyrod about, does. I'm but gonna, if he's worried about, you know— the, I mean, we say, dude, we should be sitting in about 30 points, and he's still not taking shots down the field. And you know what the worst part of it all, all is is that—so this is the other thing. This is the other thing. The national media. That's my oh, bummer dude, of this week. Dude, we're the laughing stock of the league right now. Well, we, we yes. We are the butt of every joke. they're not don't right. Even, don't even turn they're it on. They're not right is the problem. They don't watch it's, these it's games. It's hard to deny Nate Peterman's performance No, today. it's hard to deny. When, when they were the ones saying, what are you doing? And then he goes in and does that. And they're like, yep. what were you thinking? We all told you so. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're right for all the wrong reasons. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> you sons of bitches. They were, they ultimately ended up being right, but they weren't right for, they don't see, they look at a stat line for Tyrod Taylor and think that that is the Or answer. his race. Those were the worst. Yeah. Those were the worst. The people made this into a racial issue. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. Um, so. We've gone way off the rails. Yeah, we've just, because so was the season. It's on its side, like season you said. season went off the <laughs> last week. Now it's just laying motionless. Yeah. Just it's just, like if you look just at, waiting for some, some homeless hippies to come out and inhabit it. You know how they went out and they a, shot Benji and everybody loved him, right? Or was it Benji? Who was Old the Yeller. Old Yeller. Benji yeah, never they, died. <laughs> I'm sorry, Benji. <laughs> Poor Benji. All right. Oh, this thing they shot Old Yeller. If they hadn't, like, you know, like you had the dog just laying out in the back was, and they hadn't had a chance to bury it. And then, like, Grandpa, like, was leaving early for the farm, like, the farmer's market and drove over Benji with the truck by mistake. And his poor dead body was just. That'll be that'll be remote. next week in Kansas City. <laughs> Grandpa accidentally backing over old Yeller's carcass. All right. Let's see what fucking. And Jim, 
Jeff ain't here. Jeff, Jeff's Jeff don't in Taiwan. Care. Fucking Cassie don't care. Cassie's getting a goddamn early bird dinner with somebody. She's like, oh, but I'm with a Sports Illustrated a bitch. Cool. He Who was relevant 20 years ago. Good for yes. him. So uh, I think we should just call Cassie anyways and be like, fuck you, bitch. You're going to talk. We're going to call Bill Belcher and say, can't wait to hear what he has to so, say. Yeah. He's going to sell everything. Well, Lars has lost his will to live at this point, so I guess it's my chance to tell everybody that it's not a bull market. Mm-mm. It's not a bear market. Nah. It sure sounds like it might be a goddamn filthy bills market. Got any teas? <laughs> that shit is over. <laughs> Billy, Billy, Whew. Billy. What a oh, horrible experience to live in. Oh, man, just living life large in Bill's nation everywhere. Uh, I mean, Bill, is there, is, there, is there anything to buy? I mean, I, I think that's the big question that everyone wants to know. Is there you anything? Buying, well, I, I, as we've said about, and I, I like this segment, but to poke holes in, in, into its, its <laughs> continuity here a little bit, you, 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 we've been buying high a lot. It's usually when you want to sell. So now would actually be a great time to buy because it doesn't get any lower than this. Bill, Bill, yeah, I'll we turn, don't. I'll turn we it don't back fall. to you. Yeah, we, we don't, don't fall. Fall. No, we don't think we're going to make it's, any it's money. A, it's off a bills this. market. What's up is down. What's left is right. That's right. right. Exactly. I mean, the continuity, schmontinuity, That's a crazy talk by you. Okay. So, so what are you are buying? You, are yeah. You, are, yeah. What do you? Are, Let's start off with what you're buying because it's it's going to be a lot shorter. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to buy? No, I'm just. How about, hey, how about uh, Matt Hauschka setting an NFL record for 13 consecutive 50 plus yard? Yeah, you know what I'm buying? Uh, no, fuck that. I'm not buying it. What, here's what I was going to buy, but I decided I'm going to sell it. Um, <laughs> the bill, the bill's like a graphic designer who just like whips up together the like, Hauschka like <laughs> Hauschka record three points. McCoy touchdown seven points. What are you talking like, about? Are you talking about on, are you talking on social media? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You got to give us a little context. <laughs> so, for a little context, Bill decided to go on Twitter for the first time <laughs> today, <laughs> no, no, and it no, may have been the no, most the unfriendly past, environment ever. I just decided like three weeks ago I was going to start just cranking on Twitter and mostly following uh, Bills and Beers uh, media list. Thank you, Lars. And it's the worst in the world. Like it is just a. <laughs> It's a complete time suck, warp zone, like horrible place. So one it's thing horrible. we actually haven't talked about, uh, and I hate to interject here, one thing I'm gonna sell is Brandon Tate. Oh we, my god! We like there have been so many other bad things going on that we haven't addressed this, bro. Stop if you're, if you're gonna out take it from zone. two yards deep in the end zone, you got to get past the 15 every once in a while. Yeah. It, yes. It's unacceptable. So unacceptable. I mean, so that's what I'm selling straight off the bat, Brandon Tate. You're either with us or you're against us. And at this point, it looks like you're you're now you're just acting as a surrogate for the New England Patriots, your former team. Yeah, he shouldn't be on he shouldn't be on the roster. I mean, that's the number one decision to have him in the game and have him on the roster. Frankly, that should be questioning. You know, we should be questioning the uh, the uh, fortitude and fortitude. I don't know what the fuck the right word is. The uh, mental yeah mental fortitude of the coaching staff would be if since Brandon Tate is actually on this team. Anyway, or, or it's the talent of our front office, right? I mean, we don't know these motherfuckers from Adam. It's what I've been saying since the beginning nah, of the season. It's we fun. don't Here's know the if thing. these guys are good. 
They were saying they were saying on WGR of the game that it's a new low in the 17-year drought, which is a that's that's silly. That's a silly comment. I, it's not I, a new is low. It, is it not? Yeah. The, the not. problem is the prob the reason why it feels that way is because we thought we were good and we were given false hope that we were good. That year that we were three and thirteen, a- after yeah. which we got Darius, which is just so fucking billsy. Just like we the previous and, year that we were three and thirteen, four and twelve. Well, right, whatever. The previous yeah. year that we were three and thirteen, we picked Mike Williams as our Mike as our fucking left tackle. Uh, so it's just like the Bills don't even know how to tank. So what's the point of tanking? So, anyways, so what is Bill selling? Can I? What are, yeah, what are you selling? What are you selling, selling Bill? Bill? Fuck. You don't even know the shoes. <laughs> well, I mean, what could you possibly? What can you possibly say at this point? You're just selling. I don't everything. know. We're a podcast. It's our. It's up to us to say something. So please, <laughs> any, anything you got is is better than nothing. So here's, I will tell here's, you what. Yeah. <laughs> please do tell me something. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, Lawrence, you're a treat. I'm selling Bill. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so we're selling Bill. No, Billy, I love you. But here's what I'm. I'm selling. Go ahead. I'm selling. I'm selling Cassie. Okay, that's fine. All right, no, then you can sell Cassie. We're, we're with you on that one. I like she that. Ain't a, she ain't alive. She ain't alive to me. All right, so uh, since we didn't get to do a Jenny Cree mail, this is our opportunity to sell some shit. Uh, so I, I sold Brandon Tate. You know what I want to sell? You know Please, I no, I don't. I want to sell, sell the fact that we place it's, – it's unfortunate that so much emphasis is placed on, like, a quarterback's, like, one game or – you know, even let's say you bench a player like NBA, like you bench a player, have him sit down for a game and then he gets back up, back up next game and just, you know, goes out and plays. And like in the NFL, it's like your career is over. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about the fact that is so much Nick intensity is placed on like and so much scrutiny is placed on everything. Yeah. So but is, is Nate Peterman's career over? Is that what you're telling us? No, I don't think his career is over. You don't. So we were just wondering, like. Who picks up Nate Peterman when his only when his only tape is five interceptions and a half, three and a quarter? Like who does that? Like maybe he. I mean, I guess he could show up on someone's practice squad. Um, you know, because I, I guess that that's if he. Well, was to be fair, he's he's, he's going to be on our team unless we cut him for the next three. Well, years. yeah, if we need a roster spot, right? So I I, I do want to. I've kind of intimated to this. Uh, the past few weeks, I, I, I want to sell the process, and here's why I want to sell the process. Um, it's because we bought it too high. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, I think that this guy, McDermott, Bean, all these guys were given a free pass walking into this place, and they talked a good game, but all that they had was talk. They hadn't proven anything at their level. They hadn't proven anything at all, and we bought that shit high. We bought that at, with all of these hopes and dreams, and they overperformed, and suddenly we regressed to the mean, and now we see what that process is. Yeah, it's not working right now, but that's okay. That's what a first-year head coach is supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like you're a complete mess, and you give that person time to build their process, to learn from their mistakes. You think that McDermott didn't learn from his mistake today? So there's nothing wrong with continuing on this road. We got wait, false hopes because wait, we you were just sold the, too. You just sold the process. I'm going to buy the process. Because it's, it's low, right? That's true. But I'm trying to – yeah. It's, 
But I'm not. I'm here's, not. Here's I'm not. I'm, I'm getting rid of those 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 stocks right hold, now. Hold on. Hold on to your butts. You know what I'm selling? I'm selling Terry and Kim Pagula. Okay. Because Ooh. wow, you're a racist. <laughs> because today was a bad day for Buffalo Bills football. Meanwhile, the Sabers have lost five in a row. They've already yeah. been through their tank with the Pagulas in charge. And yeah, so and, and they're doing just as worse. At what point do we get to like look at the owners and be like, "Hey man, you're now failing miserably at two franchises here in the city." Like I get the whole one Buffalo, we're going to keep everybody here, keep everybody happy. That was all great. That was a cool story back in 2014, 3 years ago, but uh boy. Yeah, but who wanted to buy the bills that actually would have be done better? Donald Trump. <laughs> who wanted to buy the bills that would have actually done better? <laughs> You hear what I'm saying? Oh Cassie's not fucking here, okay? So we can unload <laughs> on that motherfucker no, right gonna, now. No, no. We're not going to do that, though, because we got Bill's I do plenty of that on Twitter. Yeah. The the point is, where are we going with these teams? What What's... You, you want to disrupt the process? I'm fine. No, no. I, 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 think, I, I think it's more I, than no, no. fair to criticize McDermott and Bean and see what, what are we doing here, fellas? However. Because we got to give them time. It's, well, listen. How, however. How much time? It, how much time? Do you, they we got to give them three years, I think, minimum. No, but hold on. If you said at the beginning of the season we were going to be five and five, like you would have taken it. I would have taken it. Yeah. I won't put words in your mouth. I would have taken it. And so, yeah, like maybe it's a backward way, backwards way to get there. But I actually I mean, think we would have said, you know, at five and five, that kind of jeopardizes our chances of getting a better pick. So if we're going to be yeah. anything at that point, I'd rather be eight and two or okay. two and eight. You get the general, you get the general sentiment of my. I of actually my think job. five and five is the worst position we could be in right now, quite frankly. Yeah, and, and I'm not trying to just shit on your point, but like, let's. You let's, are. Well, let's you be are. honest, though. I mean, <laughs> this, this is a, this is a terrible spot to be in. Five yeah, and five a is a tough, terrible it's spot a tough to be spot, in. especially with two Dolphins games coming up and a Colts game, you know. <laughs> so it would have been really nice to just be able to lose out and, 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 and then end up with a horrible, horrible situation. But, you know, we, we, are, we are cruising for a solid eight and eight, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that 14th overall pick or 17th overall pick is going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, they should just mark our name on that pick because it's always our pick. The pick between seven, nine and nine and seven. Um, but who knows? Eight and eight might get you into the freaking. Anybody else buying or selling hey, anything here? Hey, can we can we fast forward straight to the poll? Uh, the poll. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> you want to go first, Bill? So yeah. I mean, for for new listeners, the poll is: uh, given today's performance, do you use one or both of next year's first round draft picks on a quarterback? Bill, we'll go with you first. Yes. Explain, please. <laughs> yeah, explain which quarterback <laughs> and and who's going to be available and how you're going to get him. One way or another, you I don't I don't care who it is. So go get them. I mean, I, I kind of do. I, I got I, an answer. Like I kind of care who it is when the, we have holes all over the field right now. I got an answer. Okay. And it's yes, and it's Baker Mayfield because he he grabbed ah, his crotch and pissed off. Yeah, what <laughs> is that guy's problem? Dude, I don't care. He's Baker. a dick. You know who else was a dick? Jim Kelly. That's true. You know who didn't even want to fucking play in Buffalo? Jim Kelly. Who went to another goddamn league because he hated <laughs> Buffalo so much? Jim Kelly. Who loves so you're fucking Buffalo? Baker, Isn't our bigger Baker, fucking... Baker Mayfield? Yeah, is, he's a fucking gunslinger. He's a dick. Are you saying, he's a total are you saying Chad, Kelly, Chad Kelly is, the, is our only chance? No, not no, Chad he, Kelly. He's saying Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm saying we, so, we, we, so we need to trade. The thing. Here's the thing. We... we we take this jack, jackass, who's ruined his draft stock. He's also and only maybe, like 5'11", isn't maybe, he? Oh, is he really? Yeah. God damn it. That's oh, yeah. the only I mean, thing that I was holding on to. Like cons- yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's, yeah. Like, he's like Tyrod 2.0. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. He's six, oh, six one, just like Tyrod. Okay. Well, whatever. Supposedly. We get one of these quarterbacks that suck. Um, and Because, you know what? We just need something to believe in. We need something to like that's, a, that's good news. 
And who knows? They're going to be better than Tyrod. They're going to be better than a we'll six-round pick. I'm just going to say we'll see what happens in free agency. Because at this point, no, I'd rather have Josh McCown than any of these middling. No, because I don't want. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of us being middling. We I'm need linebackers. Yes, we need I know. Cornerbacks. We're not we need be a running good, back. Yes, we need a guard. We're we need not going to be. A, we're not going to be a good team next year either. Like you said, Lars, this but, is going to be a three-year process. But this is the year we have the picks. So we trade some of them to get some more next year. We okay. trade away Shady McCoy for a third-round pick. We Nobody's going to give us a third-round pick for a 30-year-old running back. Can I get a Kirk? Can I get a Kirk Cousins? Yeah, Please? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, if we could get something like that, then fine. But I, I just, I'm, I'm, we need to wash the floor and just start over properly. All right, well, let's wash the floor of this segment. I thought we tried to. Bill, what are you drinking up there in Milwaukee five today? Games. I am drinking a Moon Man, good sir. Oh, I like those. That's a Who makes that again? Glarus? New Glarus, New Glarus, right? New Glarus yeah, same as Spotted Cow. It's a, it is a, a American Pale Ale, as you know. I enjoy up here a good amount. Great. Uh, well, let's um, <laughs> let's just cheers to that and uh, move right into Wild Card. Love your face. So today I spent every last cent I had on my MyBookie account picking the bills to cover. Uh, before the announcement was made that Peterman was going to start, I thought that the Bills could at least keep it within four points. So that goes to show you what I know about betting on sports, but take it from me, mybookie.ag, best place to spend your money. Uh, <laughs> sure did make it easy on you, though. Yeah, huh? they made it real easy to blow through 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> use that promo code B and B, get a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Suge, any bets for I'm, you this no, week? No, no bets because I've run out of my free money, so I'm, I'm, only, I'm saving it for the real good bets. You know, it's funny. At the beginning of the season, I just I kind of had strong feelings, but I think because the AFC East is, or the AFC is such a disaster that you can't predict anything about anyone, and Bill just like literally passed out on the floor. Um, that uh, that I don't know. I don't know what to think with, with these games. I don't know what to think when Pittsburgh is playing some random team. So um, it's hard to bet now, uh, but I will start hopefully maybe during the playoffs. So it's it's worth noting that I do have some money ha hanging out there. Which is oh yeah, if, you're, if the Bills make the playoffs, I get, get thirty-five bucks back. There you so go, back in the got, game, got baby. Reason to keep watching. Uh, MyBookie.ag. Just use that promo code B and B. Get a hundred percent match on your first deposit. Heard it here, folks. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie.ag. Get you some. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, which means it's the wild card portion of today's episode. It's the, it's wild, the wild card. <laughs> so we this can't is, do that. Either. This is the wild card portion. It's uh, like the Bill Bills season right there. Talk about the Buffalo Bills. We do so drinking beer. I was having the Mosaic Promise, which we talked about earlier in the podcast. Billy, we already heard from having the Moon Man. Suja, you enjoying, moon, you enjoying anything new today? Yeah, no, my um, my beer intake was actually had to be very limited because of uh, obligations. Uh, and so I had uh, the Maplewood Son of Juice, which is just a son of a bitch, just like this goddamn <laughs> season was. Uh, it was actually good, though. It's from Logan Square, uh, Maplewood Brewery. It's an IPA, but it's a juicy, juicy, juicy IPA. It's got some mm -hmm. mosaic. It's got some mm -hmm. Simcoe. It's got some nugget, malts, pilsner, all that shit. This literally, they just, they just listed everything that is in beer or could potentially be in beer. They said, juicy, juicy, juicy. Hops, mosaic, Simcoe, nugget, malts, pilsner, malted oaks, flaked oats, golden naked oats. 
Um, so whatever. It's, it kind of sounds like a Thanksgiving table, actually. So, so here we are, coming on Thanksgiving. Everyone's getting real excited. You got your turkey from the grocery store. I went and bought a brining kit because uh, I got my whole family coming into town and all of my wife's family. There's like 30 people showing up at my house. My first Thanksgiving that I've ever big time hosted. And so, you know, I got to wonder, you know, I've gone to lots of Thanksgivings and I really get excited because I love the turkey, I love the stuffing and all, all that stuff. But you always get to Thanksgiving and there's some shit that disappoints you. Just like this bill season, you get all your hopes up. Or maybe you were expecting nothing. And then as it gets closer to the season, you get excited. And then you show up and there's always one thing on that damn Thanksgiving table that disappoints you. Or just something that's just out of, it don't even belong there. 100%. So what is it? What's going to disappoint you this Thanksgiving, Bill? You know what got you know what gets me every time is those is that is okay, stuffing is great, right? But you add in those cranberries? Oh, you don't like the stuffings in the cranberries? Hell no. Okay. No, get the get that cranberry out of there. Ruins it. Absolutely ruins it. But here's the thing. Is that when I see that stuffing with the cranberries, I'm like, "Damn, it got those fucking cranberries in there." So, what do I do? I start picking off Stop picking off those cranberries. You, One, should, you should know that Bill, two, generally speaking, eats like three, a nine-year-old. Four, five, <laughs> five cranberries. I pick out five cranberries, and there I am. And you my throw them at the host? <laughs> yeah. if, if it wasn't then, for barbecue chicken wraps, Bill would starve. And then it's okay again. Well, actually, Lars, listen to this. For a good 15 years of my life, all I ate on Thanksgiving was uh, fruit with whipped cream on top of it. Nice. That doesn't sound so like bad. Like I said. So, um, for <laughs> me, uh, Thanksgiving is always, it's a big family affair. Uh, it's usually hosting duties are split between my family in Erie and my mom's sister's family in Buffalo. So, we go back and forth, and everybody usually makes an appearance, and it's great. And the holiday itself, I would say, is actually built on the firm foundation of family love. and love and togetherness and coming together and we don't Whoa, we this don't, just sounds like the bill season uh yeah it does because if it wasn't for hanging out with suge today and having billy on the line and texting with Cass and jeff and having all of our fans on twitter like there's there's no reason for me to show up to watch these bills games much like there's no reason for me to show up to thanksgiving dinner because quite frankly i hate all of it <laughs> don't like turkey mashed potatoes take it or leave it i actually think it's like one of the blandest dumbest like stupid like give me spaghetti and meatballs any day of the week over Thanksgiving dinner, we had a free lunch at work where, like, the, the cafeteria who actually makes really good food at our where I work uh, did Thanksgiving dinner on Friday. And someone's like, aren't you going down? I was like, no, no. Thanksgiving dinner's for suckers. It sucks. Fuck you and your it's turkey. Not, it's, not good, it's not good food. You so when you say, like, what, are you dis- what are you disappointed in? It's like every year I'm disappointed when I sit down at Thanksgiving because everyone's just like, oh, like oh look, at this, look at this wonderful meal we have. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just Look at this oh, new coach that we have. So I'm going to need this to be polite. So but, like, but, like, really, I'm just kind of, like, waiting for us to have pie and play cards later because that's really what I came for. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's literally what Bill's seasons have become to me. Um, I, I couldn't help but just sit here feeling it. Suge had to leave his family today to come in from the Burbs to watch this game. I was having a oh, great God. day with my wife and son earlier, and we had to fucking show up and watch this garbage fire. And and it's like, anymore, like, what, what, what are we doing here? It's a waste of time, energy, and money to come and watch this charade on a weekly basis. We've been doing it for too goddamn long now to get any relief. So that's the wings where, are good. That's the wings where, are good. We, we come here for the wings and the beer. That's why we're bills and uh, beers, I'll, I'll okay? Go, I'll go to Bird's Nest if I want wings. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say that, you know, we were trying to exemplify what this Bill's season was, right? And so 
I love Thanksgiving. I love the stuffing. I love the turkey. I love the gravy. I love every fattening goddamn food that's on there, and I love the fact that my fat ass can eat it and not feel guilty. Uh, but you know what it is? I came on this season didn't expect nothing. I was coming to, like, Leon's house or some jackass that I don't even know. It was, like, some friend of a friend, and so you weren't really expecting much of anything. But you got there, and like, wow, they got this place decked out. It's beautiful. You know, they got apple cider cooking on the on the stove, so the whole house smells like, like, like fall, and it's beautiful. And then you get there, and it's like, oh, um, where's the turkey at? And they're like, oh, no, it's our family tradition. We don't do turkeys. What? Well, what do you do? Oh, oh you'll see it's a special surprise. And you're like, you ask your friends, like, okay. yeah, what's going on? What's up with Leon? What's up with Leon? Uh, what, Wait, this what actually eat? happened to you? What do they you eat? have a friend named Leon who did this? No. I'm confused. But I'm saying is that if you go to Leon's house. Oh, this, house, is, this is what it's like to be a Bills fan. They uncover. So Leon is the, the, the metaphorical Bills. They uncover the tray that's supposed to have the turkey. That you love. And it's roasted roadkill. Ah, wow. That's a, it's that's squirrels. A, that's a departure from. It's possums. Ooh. It might even be might even be skunk in there. And they're like, don't worry about it. It tastes good. It's gamey, motherfucker. You know what? I've had it. Give me my fucking turkey bills. Give me my turkey, my graving, my stuffing. I've sat here. I've waited patiently enough for my goddamn turkey. Don't try changing shit. I don't need a new approach. I don't need a new coach. I don't need a new wide receiver. I just want you to not suck. I just want you to be a good team. I don't need you to be the best team. I don't need you to be the Patriots. I don't need the Super Bowl seasons anymore. I just need a team that once in a while makes the fucking playoffs. Or doesn't have a quarterback throw five interceptions in one half. Yes, followed by that only succeeded a quarterback that threw 56 yards. Like, how does that shit happen two years in a two weeks in a row? For 17 years in a row. Ah, uh, I just... I just, please don't serve me fucking roadkill. Is it so much to ask that for fucking Thanksgiving you don't serve me roadkill? So an interesting stat today by uh, Jerry Sullivan, our favorite. The Bills, during the playoff drought, have had an opportunity to go to 6-4 and four in their 10th game of the season. In those games, going into today, they were 0-15. How does that happen? How does that happen? How, like, statistically, seriously, how does that happen? It's it's it is unfathomable because they're smarter than everyone else. They're smarter than everyone else. They think we don't need to serve a turkey. We'll serve fucking. It'll be like quail. If we serve squirrel, it'll be like fucking quail. It's not quail. We can we can dra- we can move oh, up shit. and we can move up in the draft to, to get to get to, to get T.J. Graham when Russell Wilson's sitting there ready to be drafted because we're smarter <laughs> than everybody. Is that what you're saying? Uh, T.J. Graham I can't take it. Can't take it. Is, is that Leon calling you right now? Trying to get Leon, your ass home. He's like, "Oh yeah, why don't you want my turkey? Why don't you want my squirrel? Fuck you, Bills. <laughs> Fuck you. Some bullshit. And all that you stand. I mean, for. I mean, this is getting exhausting. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, like, I hate to say it, but like, see, like, what are we doing? Like, what, like, what are we doing? Yeah. If I didn't like you, fuckers, I'd be out of here. 
Um, I mean, we right. keep saying, like, oh, it's going to be so sweet when they finally turn around. Well, okay. No, you know, because the thing is, at a playoff berth, at that's why I don't care about the fact that if McDermott just comes out tomorrow and says, like, you know what? Fuck you. The drought isn't, the drought isn't my problem. Building a franchise is my problem. You all can deal with the drought. I, didn't, I wasn't here for the drought. I'm not responsible for it, and I'm not going to take responsibility for it. I'm going to build a franchise moving forward, so you all deal with the drought. I would stand up and applaud and cheer at the top of my lungs. Terry Bagula said that. You know, right, and, exactly. And it was not well received. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> fuck all of you Bills fans that are so fucking petty that you think that these assholes... These new people need to deal with your own fucking dysfunction. It's the reason why fucking Buffalo's a goddamn mess is because we want a goddamn handout for all the shitty things that have happened to us. Stand up and fucking make yourself. Do like fucking Terry Pagula did. Just don't fucking complain anymore. Yes, you have a shitty team, okay? Don't fucking talk to them about, oh, we were five and four. Why don't you want to make the playoffs? Because our team fucking sucks. Yeah. That's why they don't want to meet the, make the playoffs. Because even though we're five and four, our team is fundamentally fucked up. And so there's no reason to continue to try and build a fundamentally fucked up team. You tear it down. And they tried their Yo, best. My, and with their best efforts, Yo, they still crying. failed my fucking miserably. I so, all right. Bill's fucking leaving. It's Love all a fucking disaster. Go Bills. Go Bills. No, fuck the Bills, okay? And fuck all of you Bills fans that want to just keep the same shit going. Oh, you might have won the playoffs. You might have gotten to the playoffs, and then who knows? I know. Yeah. I know what would have happened. We, we know. Okay? The past two weeks have shown me what might have happened if we were playing a real fucking team. Okay? All the teams we beat suck. Yeah. And so here we are. And someone needs to just stand up and say, you know what, Bills fans? This is my team. If you want to follow us, follow us. If you don't, bye-bye. Because I, I will move to another fucking yeah, and city. I, and, I, and I will gladly come to the station on a weekly basis and be like, oh, they, they're actually not trying to win. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm just here because I only get so many minutes of watching Bills football on a, on a yearly basis. Yeah, so. find something interesting to find about them. You don't need, you're not expecting a win, but maybe you see that, hey, Traveris Cadet is really developing, you know? Yeah. That's so, anyways, so. All right, Bills and Beers, best way to find us on social media. Look for us on Facebook and Twitter and use that hashtag BNBSM to be considered social media listener of the week. And this week's listener, if you send me your Venmo, PayPal, Chase, QuickPay, however it is that you get money, I will send you $5, and that's good for anybody else who uses that hashtag in a meaningful way. I will send you $5 so you can have a beer on us. Head, over, head on over to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code BNB. Get 100% match on your first deposit. Suge, we are in Kansas City next week. They were giving away Groupons to our game. The Chiefs uh, the Chiefs had a disappointing loss today to the one and the, well the they were one and eight Giants now two and eight. So I don't know what kind of mood they're gonna be in. I don't know what kind of mood this team's gonna be in. I can't imagine doing this four weeks in a row, but that sure looks like that's the direction we're heading. I'm saying, I mean, I mean, can we do it a third, a fourth straight blowout? Is it going to be Chiefs 38, Bills 13? Because that's how it's looking. That's how it's going. Chiefs 38, Bills 13. McDermott said in his press conference he doesn't know yet who the starter is going to be. So 38, 13, Chiefs. Oh Jesus! Bills will give up more than 170 points. Uh, you know, points. I don't, I don't want to predict anymore because I don't know this team anymore, right? So I'm going to say you? that. Haven't we just spent the last hour talking about this team is exactly yeah, who but, we thought they but were? But I don't know. I don't know who the Chiefs are. I know that the Chiefs are famous for tanking in the second half of their seasons and falling apart. So I, I, I honestly, honestly don't know. What I do know is that I'm not going to be happy at the end of the game. That's the one thing that I can be sure of. <laughs> at, at, at the end of the game, I will not be happy, win or lose. 
That's what I know. So that's what I'm predicting. I'm going to be pissed. We could still go to the playoffs. That's that's the insane. And part. that's going to piss me off because we're not going to get a draft pick. We can still go in the playoffs. We're, that's we're, what's going to piss me off. Well, we're not going to win next week, so don't worry about it. Uh, Fine. Until, until then, thanks for listening, folks. I, if you stayed with us, God bless you. I don't know why you'd want to listen to this podcast. I'm going to avoid most Bills media like the plague for the next week, probably for the next two months because it's just not going to be worth listening to. I'll, I'll check back in at draft time. Until then, I'll, we'll, we'll guarantee you a podcast. But uh, that's that's it for today. Uh, let's just let's just close the book and, and like and like the train car that's in the middle of the wilderness in the darkness, quietly, quietly drifting into the ether. We too shall say goodnight. Go Bills. Fuck the Bills. The Bills make me wanna. Shout!